Hello, I'm Wendy McGee. Welcome to the Round Trip Podcast. At 55, I jumped on an early retirement package, hopped on my Can-Am Spider, and drove across Canada alone. I was jobless and homeless. The great news is that along the way, I found my way back to myself, and I realized that I had everything that I needed already inside of me, which led to the name Round Trip. Join me on my journey as I finally show up as my authentic self. It's possible to step out of your comfort zone and learn how to experience independence and joy. And you can do all of this without running away. Calgary, September 3rd, 2021. Apparently it was difficult to book rental cars during this period. It appears that travelers more and more pick up at one location and drop off at another. So fleets are more difficult to manage. I was a good example given that I was picking up a car in Alberta and returning it to Quebec. And it had British Columbia license plates. I'd chose an SUV so that I could drive at my own pace and camp in the back, giving myself seven days for the return trip. I even had camping gear with me, even a tent, but I wasn't expecting to use that given my choice of vehicle. I wanted to revisit some of the places from my 2019 visit, and this time I brought a GoPro to get some video footage. I'm a total newbie when it comes to putting together videos and slideshows, but a picture is worth a thousand words, so I'll be playing with that in the future. Look for videos on YouTube. I picked up a car at the Calgary airport and immediately headed toward Drumheller and Horse Thief Canyon. It was an absolutely stunning sunny day, a perfect day for a drive. I stopped along the way to get pictures of the rolling fields of grain. The earth colors and hues against a brilliant blue sky are simply beautiful especially when you find a spot with a farm and grain silos posing in the middle of it all. I came across Horseshoe Canyon, new to me, along the way and decided that this would be my first stop. The layers of rock visible in the canyon are striking, and there's a sign on site that describes it. It says, and I quote, provides a unique opportunity for visitors to view an important snapshot of the geological timescale that has been preserved for millions of years. The layers you can see represent important passages in time in Alberta's history, some of which have left behind fossil-rich beds of ancient dinosaur bones and other layers like the coal seams which give way to the prominent economic industry of oil and gas." It's really cool to look at the rock formations, again so unlike anything that I grew up around in eastern Canada, and reminiscent of the Grand Canyon with all those layers of rock. From there I wound through Drumheller and stopped to take a few pictures, better ones than I have from the last time I visited. I have a selfie in front of the welcoming dinosaur sign and drove through on my way back to Horse Thief Canyon. There were prairie dogs popping in and out of their tunnels and a small posse of children chasing after them. I spent a few minutes soaking it all in before hopping in the car and just picking a direction. I wound up driving through a little spot in the Badlands along Road 841 where the pavement ended along with the cell phone coverage. I came across an abandoned and degrading home and what may have been a farm on the other side of the dirt road. There were not a lot of cars, but I did see a couple of trucks go by and whip up the dust from the road. I drove onto both properties, respectfully, to get some photos. I love the character of degrading buildings as they hold on as long as they can before collapse. Rarely do I take the time to stop and record those images. On this day, time was all that I had, so I poked around, and now I have a few views that might make it onto canvas this winter. I followed a dirt road for some time and eventually turned east onto Highway 5, not Highway, Road 569, and then south to the 56 to the Tecan, 
I think that's when I finally got reacquainted with asphalt. Along the way, I made a couple of quick photo stops to record single oil wells, windmills, and occasionally a farm. I even have a photo of a trio of black Angus cows eyeing me suspiciously. My next stop was at the Samus Teepee on the east end of the province in Medicine Hat. It was originally built for the 1988 Olympics in Calgary as a tribute to our Indigenous peoples. The structure is built of steel, with the main beams rising up to a height of more than 200 feet. There are ten large circular storyboards interspersed between the mass, with each depicting aspects of Native history and culture, all, I believe, created by Native artists. I spent some time taking pictures and then took advantage of a picnic table on site to have dinner. It's a peaceful spot that overlooks an archaeological site and a buffalo jump, and it's a great place to learn. By the time I left Medicine Hat, it was heading for 7 p.m., and I had to think about where I was going to camp that night. I'd been checking the iOverlander app for suggestions as to where to park, and was reminded that Reed Lake, more Saskatchewan along the Trans-Canada, is a large parking lot where people will hunker down overnight. That became my destination. By the time I arrived, it was rural country dark and difficult to see the perimeter of the parking lot. I wouldn't realize it until the next morning, but I stayed in the upper section. There's a wooden tower that you can ascend for better views of the lake in the bottom area closer to the water. I knew about that one and could see it from the light cast from my headlights, but I couldn't tell how large the section was. And with a car already parked there beside the platform, I decided not to go any further. The iOverlander app had a couple of comments about traffic noise from the highway and the railway. <laughs> it was spot on. My sleeping bag kept me relatively warm, and I was sheltered in the back of the SUV, with the back seats folded down. Note to self, a nylon sleeping bag and a sleeping area that was not perfectly flat leads to a lot of sliding around during the night. I hadn't considered that in my brilliantly mapped out plan. Live and learn. Between the train whistle and the sound of trucks lumbering down the highway, the night was punctuated with a soundtrack not conducive to sleep and the slip-and-slide impact of the sleeping bag along the slightly elevated section of the seatbacks made for an interesting night. I hung in there, however, and did manage to get enough sleep to greet the morning and get moving. I love an adventure and a chance to let one unfold. What can you explore in your world this week? Thank you for listening. My name is Wendy, and remember to laugh. L-A-F. Love, act, and be fearless. If you get the chance and you have the means, please pick up a copy of my book. It's called Round Trip, How I Found Myself on Three Wheels. It's available on Amazon, or you can reach out to me for a signed copy if you prefer. Send an email to roundtrip at wendymcgee.ca. Have a great week. We'll talk next time.